0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Today, I wanted to just kind of talk about this idea of what do we do? How do we handle it without freaking out? When things don't go the way we had planned. When our day doesn't go the way we thought it was going to go. Uh, Raise your hand if that's ever happened to you. I will. Don't know if you're driving, you know, doing something where you can't. Changing a diaper, whatever. But it's happened to all of us. I am willing to bet money that it has. You have a plan for your day. And at some point in the middle or maybe by 6am or by evening, things have really not gone the way you planned. And this is hard to deal with because we as people in general, we want to be in control. We want to feel like we are getting to control things basically is what it comes down to. And I think It can especially be true for moms because we are used to managing and dealing with a lot of things of getting everyone to school, getting everyone to dentist appointments, making sure there's food in the fridge, all sorts of things. Once we have children, parents in general, not just moms, but we need to plan and accomplish a lot of things. And so it can be especially hard when things don't go the way we were expecting And then especially if your personality is like me, if someone who loves to plan and loves to have it figured out or feel like I have it figured out about what the day is going to go like, it's really hard to see those plans kind of crumble, Uh, whether it's a sick child, rain instead of sunshine when you were planning to take your kids to the park or a fender bender on the way to school pickup or just that your to-do list doesn't get checked off because your child just is feeling clingy or needy or just wants your attention more than normal that day or your kids are fighting and not getting along. We, and by that I mean I, I won't speak for the rest of you, but I can get really bent out of shape when things go wrong and that's one way to look at it. I think I've shared on a different episode that uh, I had a friend who used to always say it didn't go wrong, it went different. And I try really hard to remind myself of that perspective when I'm halfway through the day or a quarter of the way through the day and things are not going the way I thought they would go to remind myself, okay, today's going different. It doesn't mean it's going wrong. If we really believe that God is in control of this world, then it doesn't go wrong because if God's in control, he's not just like abandoning us. Uh, Things go different, but it doesn't necessarily go wrong. So today I kind of wanted to talk about when you're having one of those days what can we do? How can we shift our perspectives? How can we shift our practices so that the day going different doesn't mean that we feel like our day is just ruined? So we'll start with some of these perspective shifts. And I think the very first one, and this is super foundational, is to just remind ourselves that we are not in control and that's a good thing because God is. If we were in control, we would probably mess up a lot of things in our lives that we thought we were doing what needed to happen. We thought we were setting up the perfect situation for our family or for ourselves. And we would end up really, really wrecking a lot of things. So we aren't in control and that's a good thing because God is. We can look at some verses talking about this. Proverbs 16, 1 says, we humans make plans, but the Lord has the final word. And then just a few verses later, Proverbs 16, 9 says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So you can have a plan for your day, but that doesn't mean that's exactly how it's going to go. And I'm not saying you should never plan. We'll get more into that kind of at the end. But this reminding ourselves that we aren't in complete control god is in complete control and we should be very grateful that he is and we are not because as limited human beings there is no way that we can possibly have the mental capacity to understand all of the way things interact in the world and all of the different possibilities and things what may seem to us like a perfect situation or a perfect event like let's say you're This is off the top of my head. You're trying to drive your child to soccer practice. And there's a traffic jam and you're really frustrated. And you have to go all the way around and go really far out of the way and go somewhere different. And maybe later it turns out that you may not even know this. But maybe had you been able to go straight through a little bit past that traffic jam, someone would have crashed into you and run a red light. So... We don't know as humans, all of the things that are interacting, all of the different stuff going on in the world. And we can think, oh, this is how I need to go. But God sees things that we don't. And so it is a very good thing for us that we are not in control. And God is. I think the second important perspective shift is to remember that God can use anything that happens in our day for good not that all the things are good waking up to your child vomiting at 6 a.m that's not good but God can use something like that to help us grow in patience in compassion in trusting him and those are things that matter our character growth does matter so God can use things that don't feel good don't seem good when our day goes differently than expected and he can use it for our good for our growth um, Romans 8:28 says and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose doesn't say some things or a few of the things but all things God works for the good of those who love him so if you find yourself having a day that is going different, you can remind yourself, tell yourself this verse: God can use my meeting running hours late for my good, for me to have patience or maybe for me to speak up and say, hey, this is way past when we were supposed to be done. Can we meet again another time or whatever it is? Uh, it totally depends on that situation but god can use a difficult day a difficult situation for our growth for us to grow in self-discipline for us to grow in compassion for someone else for us to grow in choosing joy even in the midst of difficult circumstances however your day is going differently god can use that for your good so moving now into a little bit more practical with those perspective shifts in mind, how do we practically apply this to our day? How do we get through a day when things are going different? And I think it kind of starts at the beginning and that's with holding our plans for the day loosely. Like I said, I am a planner. I really love to sit down and say, okay, today I'm going to get these five things done and I'm going to read with each of my kids and we're going to go on a walk and whatever the day looks like. I really love to plan out the day. I really love to have it all organized and and figured out. Like I said, not that any of us ever has everything figured out, but I like to feel like I have this great plan for the day and envision what the day's going to look like. And I do think that's good. It is good to go into our days intentionally. It is good to go in with a plan and not just Kind of waste away our day. It's good to know what our priorities are. If your priorities are reading with your kids and being outside with your kids and cooking with your kids, then plan those things into your day. Be intentional about it and hold those plans for your day loosely. Remembering that we can make our plans, but God ultimately determines our steps, He determines how the day will go. So be intentional, make plans for your day, have your priorities, make sure they happen, make sure they are on your plan, and then hold that loosely. Uh, A verse that I was reading actually just this week that doesn't seem super relevant, but it is in 1 Corinthians 16, 7, Paul is writing to the church at Corinth, and he's saying that he... Is planning to come and see them but he says he didn't come now because he wants to come back another time and see them for longer and so this verse seems kind of weird just on its own but that's a little background he says for I do not want to see you now and make only a passing visit I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord permits and I think it, it's those last four words right there that I feel like this verse is a great example of saying he's saying it's a priority for me to come and see you to spend time with you to fellowship with you if that's god's plan if the lord permits and so i think that can really help us when we're making a plan for our day for our week for whatever it is i mean you could even really go all out with this and write at the top of your plan for the day if the Lord permits, or phrase it however you want, if this is in line with God's plan for my day, whatever you want to call it, but to say, okay, here's what I want to happen, but I know this is all dependent on God's plans for my day. Another little passage that I think talks about a really similar idea is James 4, and it's 13 to 16. Says, now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes, and all such boasting is evil. I think. The main takeaway here is that when we say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this happen, we're really coming back to this idea of us being in control. And I think here he's just talking about remembering, okay, if it's God's will for me, this is how my day is going to go. If it's God's will for me, this is what I'm going to do next year. If it's God's will for me, this. So I think when we're sitting down to make plans, reminding ourselves first about this. First, that it's, if this is in God's plans for me, here's what I plan to do. And holding those plans loosely and remembering that if it goes different, that's a good thing because it means your plan was not God's plan. So, You don't want your plan if it wasn't God's plan, right? God's plans are better. So if something goes different than you had planned, that's a good thing because that's God rescuing you from your plans that were not for your best in one way or the other. So that would kind of be the first practical thing is whenever you make plans, remind yourself, if this is what God has planned for me, here's where I'm going number two I think is to pray and this is something that I think would be great at the beginning of each day it's something I've been trying to do but to just a really quick prayer saying okay God please show me how to best spend this day have your plan if if you're a planner like me and then ask God please give me discernment about how to best spend this day because whatever's on paper We all know at some point in the day, maybe you had planned to cook this elaborate dinner and your child all of a sudden develops an intense interest in tigers and wants you to read them a bunch of tiger books and help them write a little report about tigers. And sometimes what our children need is to see us being faithful in doing what needs to be done, cooking dinner, choosing to do it joyfully Just having a conversation with them about tigers and saying, hey, let's put it on tomorrow's list to actually write the report right now. We need to be consistent and we need to cook dinner so we have something to eat. And sometimes what your child might need is for you to set aside other things, get excited about learning tigers with them. Or maybe the situation is that they're having a rough day and they need you to just sit and snuggle and read a book with them and cook a simple dinner instead of whatever you had planned to cook and i think it's hard sometimes as a parent to know well which one is it what am i supposed to do and the great news is that if we have the holy spirit living in us then we can ask god to show us what matters most in that moment and be led by him instead of well, nope. I just have to stick to the plan or yeah, I didn't want to cook dinner anyway. We can say, okay, God, what's best here? Is it best to cook the dinner and just talk about tigers and pretend we're making a tiger habitat when we throw things in the pan, get my child involved and make it fun? Or is it best to change my plan about dinner? Do the tiger report and cook something simple so i think that's an important other practical step we can do is to pray and really just ask god okay please show me if i should stick to this plan or if i should deviate from it based on what's needed in this moment and then the third practical application here is that when not if but when things go differently to remind yourself that god can use it all for your good and i think we talked about this some in the perspective shift but not just having that general perspective shift but in the moment when your day is going differently remind yourself that god can use it all for your good so maybe memorizing romans eight twenty eight is a great practical application here that God can use everything for your good. So whenever you're in one of those moments where like you're feeling, oh no, everything is going wrong, different, you can ask yourself, is there some area of character that God is inviting me to grow in here? Is it that this dentist appointment is taking twice as long as expected and God can use this to help me grow in patience? Maybe it's that your child is sick and has to stay home from school and you have to miss a day of work and you had lots of things you were going to work on and God can use this to help you grow in love and compassion to spend the day with your sick child, caring for them, loving them. Maybe God can use your day going differently to help you grow in gentleness if the situation is your child accidentally breaks something or spills milk when you're already late and you have this choice to either fly off the handle and yell at them and lecture them and make them feel so bad or to choose gentleness and lovingly teach them how to clean up their own mess help them talk through ideas maybe in the car on the way to wherever you need to be ideas about how they could avoid a similar accident in the future you know don't put your cup of milk right on the edge of the table and see how far you can scoot it towards the edge or whatever the situation is. So in that moment, when your day is teetering off the cliff and going differently, ask yourself, how could God be using this to grow my character? Because God doesn't force us to grow our character. We have to cooperate with that process, I believe. And so He gives us a choice to grow in patience, to grow in gentleness, to grow in love by these circumstances. We have to be involved in that. We have to choose those things. So those are some perspective shifts, some practical applications that we can keep in mind, that we can keep in our hearts when, not if, a day goes differently than we had expected. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that it can come back to you on a day in the not too far future, probably, when things don't go the way you had planned. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes if you want to connect with me you can find me on instagram at practically joyful mom or you can send me an email at practically joyful mom at gmail.com so glad we got to share this time together today thanks for choosing joy with me friends